Hi, I'm Brianna Guntz, and this is Music Wave. With me today is CJ, better known as Atreyu Fox, a rising hip-hop phenomenon. Welcome. I'm so glad you're joining me today. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm pretty good. Let's start with just talking a little bit about you. When you aren't working on your music, what are you doing? I'm hanging out with my friends. I picked up skating this summer. All right, awesome. So when did you first start making music? So I started actually writing music when I was like eight. I actually wanted to be like a Christian rapper. Yeah, my cousin, <laughs> he was like doing his thing. He was Kid Vid. I was DJ rapper at the time. That was my name. I was very young. Don't roast me. And then when I was in eighth grade, I started recording stuff on my mom's iPad because she would be asleep. And I didn't have a phone at the time. So I would use her phone for like beats. I put the beat in the background and then I just like record my voice in GarageBand on her iPad. And then I'd read lyrics off this iPhone 5. I was doing that for a long time. And then I started going to this studio in downtown Carmel. And it was like a media lab slash at an interface. They had a laptop and they had like two mics. I go in there and then I recorded this one song that was called Speed It Up. I was 14 at the time. I wrote that in like English class. We had like this project. So I wrote that song in English class and then people started messing with it. I was like, oh, wow. Like, but then also a lot of people were listening to it ironically, which I get because like at the time I was me. I was 14, I was young, you know what I'm saying? I changed, so. <laughs> Now stuff is different for me, and like I started to get better. That was how I started. Do you feel like you have to kind of drop that idea of your 14-year-old self now to kind of get people to take you seriously? Most definitely, because a lot of people that were making fun of me back then, and I don't really like worry about it too much. I still like make music, I'm still here. Do you feel pressure to outperform your eight-year-old self and kind of prove to the people who've been there from the beginning that you have gotten better? Not really, because I don't have to prove anything to anybody. If you are doing what you want to do, do that. Don't like feel pressure just because somebody says something. Nobody stop me. She just want my money and send honey moving too fast. When would you say you kind of started getting more serious about music then? My sophomore year is when I dropped this one project. It was like an EP and it kind of showed how I progressed and like how I've grown as an artist. And I really like that project. It's called Kinda. It's an EP. And it's just basically talking about what I'm going through in that period of my life. And that's why I love it so much. So I feel like my sophomore year is when I really started to take myself more seriously and started to set goals for myself. And especially in my junior year, because my junior year, I was less consistent, but like I still had a lot of ideas of what I wanted to do. Growing is like a big part of in taking yourself more seriously as you're making music just for fun. You know what I'm saying? You really start to see changes in yourself and you really start to see what you've kind of built. Shout out my brothers and sisters. Shout out Keith and Rambo, you did. 
first off, I'm shouting out all the fans, the ones who showing love like mommy and grand grand. And shout out to my haters, they wish that kind of leads me kind of perfectly into the next little bit with school. Obviously, you're a senior this year. And so how do you balance what you're doing with music and also school? A lot last year. I was off and on with music like a lot. I didn't really drop a lot during the school year last year. How I'm gonna do it this year is that I, so I started this program at JEL and it's like this music production program. So that ties in perfectly to what I'm doing. And I also have time for that and for school. But mainly, I'm gonna take a break a little bit and just like focus on this semester because it's crucial. You have to focus on senior year because it counts. All of it counts. I'm gonna take a little break from that. Then I'm gonna drop the project. What do you plan on doing after school then, after you graduate? Are you planning on going to a college or are you looking at just pursuing music? I am looking at a lot of art schools down south right now. My main goal was to move to LA with one of my brothers. Shout out Will Goyer. Yeah, that's my brother. Our goal was to move out to LA together. Now the new plan is to hopefully go down south and find an art school because I have a lot of people down there that want to work with me. This wasn't even for me. My cousin, he's pushing my music. Yeah, shout out Trey. But yeah, he's pushing my music. He's trying to make me connections and stuff like that. My plans right now, they're a little shifty, but I just have it in my head that this is like really going to work out for me this year. This year, this is going to be the year. I promise. It only makes sense. So can you tell me a little bit about your writing process? How do you start writing a song? So I usually write a song in about a couple hours to a day. It depends on the instrumental or like the storyline because a lot of the times in my music I create stories and I create situations and I love doing that because it's like it's like painting you know what I mean like it's kind of just you're using emotions and your feelings and like one canvas and me writing is kind of like doing that because I'm using my words whether I'm singing or I'm rapping. Do you tend to start with lyrics first or a beat first, or is it kind of different depending on the scenario? I like listening to the beat first, actually. Like, I've never written without the beat. I always hear the beat first, no matter what it is, because my ears rely on the melodies, like the drums, like everything. Producers use emotion too, because that's how you make a song. That's why I like hearing the beat first, because I hear the emotion, then I think of what I want to say and what kind of story I want to put together in this there. So I really like doing that. So do you make your own beats or do you have other people you work with? I have my producer, Ian Isbell, my cousin, Ryan Legend, Will Goyer. But typically 
I'll be getting beats off of YouTube, <laughs> but I'm trying to kind of use my friends more. Does it scare you that you kind of are just waiting for that right person, right time kind of situation? Not really, because you got to manifest everything. You have to figure out a plan for yourself and calculate everything because I feel like a lot of the times it does happen off a of chance. You have to do the right stuff and I take everything one step at a time. So it's like I drop a single and then I drop a couple more singles and I'll maybe drop a project. Nah, it doesn't scare me a lot because if you get the right opportunities and you have and you have a lot of people around you that have the right connections and want to make those connections for you, you have a lot of people around your circle that want to get you up there in that position, you ain't got nothing to worry about because like I said, you can only go up from there. I love positive feedback. Positive feedback is, is motivating. And also negative feedback is motivating. And it helps you to like work on some new stuff. Even better too, because it's like, because I feel like for me, if I get more positive feedback than negative feedback, it's just like, oh, I can keep pushing this to an extent. And then I feel like I don't really need to work on anything. But if I get negative feedback, I'm like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta like make like three or four albums, <laughs> real life. But I don't ever feel like my life is over or anything. It's just, it's motivation. You know what I mean? It, it's good motivation. Like I don't really take stuff like that to heart. What is the ideology of your music now and your songs now? It's mostly like now based on my feelings or like what I'm feeling that day, or it's based on what my goals are and what I want to achieve. It's not mainly about that subject, but it's a lot of things that I want in life. And I take that and I make them into stories. And that's how I make music. And the crazy thing about it is if I'm listening to like an album I never heard before, I get so inspired by that so quickly and I keep listening to it. That's like, how I make music. This, this is my whole process, like throughout throughout my day, throughout my week, if I'm listening to anything that you know catches my ear, that's gonna keep replaying in my head and that's what I'm gonna put to my notes app, <laughs> so. Going back to how you were saying that you appreciate negative feedback, what's the most out-of-pocket thing someone said to you? The most out-of-pocket? I probably can't say it on this podcast, but it's a lot of the same thing, like, oh, your music trash, stuff like that. But it's never, you're never going to make it. I've had a, a lot of people tell me that I've grown since then. And it's always just like, I mean, bro, you listen, so you must be a fan. I'm not really worried about stuff like that. It's motivation. Like I said, it's motivation because if they tuning in, they fans. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, if they feel some type of way about me, like, bro, you still got it in your ear. You, you are a fan of me. <laughs> Obviously, you have negative feedback, but you also have supporters. Who's your biggest supporter? <laughs> Shouts out to Peter, bro. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, Peter Ashok. That's that's my that's my biggest supporter. Like every time I post on IG, he leaves like ten plus comments. That's my biggest supporter. But also, uh, one of like my biggest supporters is is Will, my brother Will. 
the song that I just made, he's sending it to everybody. He's always saying like, bro, I'm proud of you and stuff like that. He also wrote this nice little message on Twitter. It's just great having somebody like, you know what I'm saying, by your side, somebody who's like a brother to you, somebody that's like family to you, like wants to see you succeed and also wants to see themselves succeed. So that type of energy is why me and Will are so close because like we carry like the same type of energy. We carry the same type of vibe. We've been friends for over two years, never got into anything big, never got into a full-fledged fight or anything like that. Like, that's my bro right there. That's one of my biggest supporters, somebody that wants to see me in a higher position. You know what I mean? I want to see him right with me or him doing his own thing. I want to see that too. I don't know. I love that guy. We work together perfectly. That's part of the reasons why this is going to be bigger than us is because it works out perfectly. We have great chemistry. I want to see him at the top. He wants to see me at the top. We both want to make so much money together. It's perfect. And we want to inspire the world, stuff like that. We want to travel, just all that good stuff. I wouldn't do it with anybody else. Sky is falling, girl, the sky is falling, girl, the sky is falling. What about your parents? Are they supportive? Yeah, my parents are really supportive. My mom, she's mad supportive. She's one of the people that wants to make connections for me too. Get me like internships in studios and try to like shadow a studio and stuff like that. But yeah, my mom, she's really supportive. Shout out to my mom. That's awesome. I think we might've touched on it a little bit earlier, but what are you working on right now? So I am in the works with this project it's called Vietnam. And basically why I called it that is because it's going to be a hard hitting. A lot of times it's not going to talk about Vietnam, but vibe is kind of like that. It's not going to give you PTSD. Yes, it's, it's going to be tough. It's not what I'm working on right now. It's kind of going to be on the side, but what I'm working on right now ties into what I made last week. Because I always want to work on different projects and stuff like that. I always want to make things happen. Now, it's kind of just I'll make a lot of songs that kind of like make a story without me having an idea of making a project. Because I think when I already have that idea in my head, what I want to do, like how many songs, it kind of just messes it up. And I kind of think too much and it's like, oh, well. I kind of put it to the side, but now it's kind of just, I let things just kind of ride out. And I kind of just make my songs and then figure out the name later and kind of just put track list together and just release it and then push it. And then if it doesn't, you know, get the numbers I want, then I just make another one. Cause I don't have time to talk about giving up. Cause I, I have so many years ahead of me, you know, it's, if, Something doesn't go my way, it's not the end of the world. It's just I use that as motivation. I am not a fan of entanglements. Please don't do me crazy. I don't want you if you jada ish pursue that happiness. So with your like Vietnam project, uh, you, you kind of said it's gonna be hard hitting. Were you like just in a kind of a darker mindset? And is that the focus of the songs? Yes, most definitely. And it's gonna have like a lot of a lot of southern influence and a lot of just like a lot of bangers, you know what I mean? It's not going to be like on like my, you know, sing-songy type stuff. It's going to be like mostly bangers and stuff like that. That's what I want to do. 
I haven't dropped something like that since longboard season. I know a lot of people that listen to my music want something that's something you can just throw stuff and just, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of just mosh and stuff like that. Like I want to, I, I want that type of vibe. I want people raging and stuff like that. Because not enough rage in the world. We'll go ahead and just wrap up a little bit. Where can we listen to your music and keep up with what you are working on? So if you want to keep up with what I'm working on, dang, y'all can't follow me on Twitter, but like uh, <laughs> IG, Instagram under Atreyu Fox, A-T-R-E-Y-U Fox. I drop music on Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, Tidal, Deezer. Nobody uses that, but it's one of the platforms that I saw on there. So I guess so. Google Play, <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> and... Does everything get put on all of those platforms? Not everything. If you want to listen to, because I do have my old profile, Longboard CJ. If you want to listen to my single Marbleade, Miss Lady, Sugar Hill, or Pesos, I have all of that under Longboard CJ. L-O-N-G-B-O-A-R-D-C-J. I have all my music under Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, Deezer again. Nobody uses that, but whatever. I don't really care. Google Play, iTunes. Thank you so much for coming. It was really great talking to you, and I'm really excited to hear this Vietnam project now and excited to see what you keep doing. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of Music Wave. For more episodes, you can go to www whje.com or at music wave on spotify i have been your host brianna guns